This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by Monkey Night Fight. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And we have a matchup on Thursday Night Football on a hashtag tequila Thursday, although I drank all the damn tequila last night. It was my wife's birthday, and she's like, hey, uh, let's go toe-to-toe. And I'm like, all right, I can play that game. And uh, there was a lot of it flowing, and my voice has gotten a little raspy. I'm a little bit foggy, a little hazy upstairs. So these are going to be fun. Player props are going to rifle off on. But um, Atlanta, Carolina, and a game that should be buku points scored, Brandon. And look, folks, weather is not going to play much of a factor. I know Hurricane Zeta right now is zeroing in on New Orleans. I hope everybody's staying safe there. In Louisiana, the Gulf, it's been a very rough tropical season uh, for that part of the country. Uh, Chance of showers, 50%. Winds are supposed to be a factor early in the day in Charlotte, but not late in the day or in the evening. So I don't think weather's going to play much of a factor, so don't let that sway you in this decision. Carolina's laying two and a half, and the total is at 50 and a half. Give me a prediction on the spread and a game score forecast as well there, amigo. Yeah, this is interesting. Two and a half. They won by seven in a yeah. few weeks ago against these yeah. guys. What gives here? I, I, I'm not figuring out the angle here I don't know. Uh, with Vegas. Uh, Carolina now at home. But I'm going to say this, this, this over underline is well put. I'm going to say 28-23 Panthers, which puts them one half of a point over the 50-and-a-half number line here. Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be high scoring. I mean, the first matchup wasn't. It was kind of a bit of a shocker. It was, what, 23-16 to 16 Carolina. So uh, I'm going to lay the chalk here. I'm with you. We're both Joe Public, by the way. 63% of the early action on the Fighting Sir Purrs. I'm going to say 30-27 Carolina. I think they get it by a half a point. I think this game is going to be a hard stopper. I think it's going to be a fantasy fiesta which is really going to add great with the Mexican love juice. It's going to be flowing here in the Evans household. But, yeah, I'm digging it, man. I'm all over Carolina and uh, the over as well uh, with that total at 50.5. And, look, if you want to get on any of the props for the players specifically that are offered, do so right now at monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight is just more or less over or under receiving yards, touchdowns, receptions, fantasy points. You parlay them together. You could start with two players all the way up to five or six. The more that you hit, the more cash you put in your pocket. Use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. TN when you sign up today and as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Go there now, monkeyknifefight.com, and get in on some of that hot props action. Let's get to Thursday's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, let's go ahead and start things off here. I'm going to do things a little bit differently, Brandon, because there's so many big names in this game that I want to make sure that we're kind of covering all of our bases, or at least as many as possible here in this Fantasy Five. So here in Numero Cinco, here is an actual prop they have at Monkey Knife Fight. So you can do head-to-head matchups with fantasy points. And Teddy Bridgewater versus Matt Ryan, and Teddy Bridgewater is laying two and a half more fantasy points than Ryan. Who would you side with here? I am going to absolutely 
absolutely go with Matt Ryan on this one. Ooh, really? I like it. Yeah, look at Matt Ryan had his difficulties this year, but that had to do with uh, injuries at the wide receiver position. Assuming this hip issue isn't something that's going to keep Julio Jones out, it is not too bad. I, you know, you, you're rolling with your Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones uh, trio that was went gangbusters to open the year. And Matt Ryan's gotten a lot better when Julio Jones has gotten a lot better health-wise. So Julio Jones... As Julio Jones goes, so does Matt Ryan. If, if he's out there, Matt Ryan's typically at least in the QB1 discussion. And so I don't think there's going to be that big of a discrepancy in the scoring between Bridgewater and Ryan. Uh, I've got Teddy Bridgewater laying the two and a half. Yeah, he went for 313 in a pair of touchdowns that first matchup. You look at Atlanta, fourth most air yards per game allowed in the NFL this season. They've got a 344.4 pass yards per game. 19 touchdowns. You know, again, they've been deep fried for much of the season and also given up 8.6 YPA. Teddy Bridgewater's been on point. He's been unleashing down the field. Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I mean, I'd love me some Teddy Bridgewater. I got him at QB 10 this week, and I've got Matt Ryan a little bit further down. I got him at 13. I, you know, I think Carolina, you got to run on this team. You got a heavy dose of Todd Gurley, not so much with Matt Ryan. Where you got Ryan and your quarterback pecking order in week eight? He's in my top 10. So I have Ooh. I have Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Ryan like back to back. Um, actually, I'm looking at right now. Matt Ryan, 10. Teddy Bridgewater, 12. Uh, so you and I are just flip-flopped on this, which is fascinating. Yep. Uh, all right, let's do a little game of head-to-head. Would you rather have Matt Ryan or your boy Derek Carr this week? I have Derek Carr, 13. I've got Derek so- Carr, 12. Matt Ryan, 13. What about Matt Ryan or TB12 going up against the Giants? Uh, I actually have TB12 all the way at number four this week. Ooh, I got him at 11, but that's a spicy take uh, there with Tom Brady. What about Matt Ryan or Joe Burrow? Uh, I have Matt Ryan 10, Joe Burrow 11. Oh, I've got Joe Burrow 9, and again, Matt Ryan at 13. You and I shall agree to disagree there, hombre. Number four. All right, moving on to the arthritic knee, which is really held up. I think it's made of titanium. They did something to it. I have no idea. They've rubbed some, like, magic juice on Todd Gurley's lower appendages, and they have held together beautifully. Here is a line of monkeyknifefight.com, 66-and-a-half rush yards. And Funson, I'm taking the over here. I mean, he obliterated this, like doubled this number. And the first matchup, and I know no two, no two games are ever the same in fantasy, but 14 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Also chipped in four for 29 through the air week five against those Sir Purrs. Carolina on the season, fifth most fantasy points, a lot of running backs, 4.88 yards per carry, 164.6 total yards per game, nine combined touchdowns. And you look at the advanced analytics of Todd Gurley, and he started to resemble the player he was a couple of years ago with the Rammies. Dominating people, three plus yak per attempt, twenty point seven missed tackle percentage, sixty six and a half rush yards. That's it. Uh, again, way over on this one. Where do you stand on TG three? Yeah, well, he has not been over this more than twice so far. Um, so I understand the number. I think the key here, though, is that in those last two weeks, he's had at least twenty carries and if this game stays close and the line suggests it well and and you know I have it as a five point game you guys as a three point game if that plays out 
I think Gurley gets the volume to mm-hmm. get over this because the Panthers have struggled against the run. Uh, he went for 8.6 yards per carry the first time, but it is a, a good matchup. That's how you hurt Carolina. So I think Todd Gurley can get this done. All right, let's do a head-to-head. Todd Gurley or Jonathan Taylor this week? Jonathan Taylor. Ooh, I got Gurley at six. I got Taylor at eight. Love them both. Uh, what about Todd Gurley or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire drawing the puddle jumpers? Yeah, I got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 12, Gurley at 10. Again, I got Gurley at 6. I got CEH at 9. Last one, Todd Gurley, or assuming he starts, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, right now, I have Giovanni Bernard at 14 and Gurley at 10. Would that change if Joe Mixon is indeed out, or is Gio still locked in at 14 for you? I kind of am ranking him right now like that's where he's going to be. I mean, okay. I wh- wh- who do you go with with doing Giovanni Bernard and Boston Scott? Because that's kind of where I'm at. Ugh, ugh, yeah, I mean, I've got Boston Scott presently at 16. Though that's a bit of a hedge for me. I have Giovanni Bernard. I have to say it that way. It's mandated at 10. <laughs> Um, so it's it's you know that'll probably tighten up if I know for sure that Miles Sanders is unavailable. All right, I guess we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, it's just silence. You just went yeah. cold silence on well, me. Well, I thought you were moving on to the next person. I didn't know if you wanted to expound upon it. No, anymore, no, but... we're moving on now. Shut up. Here we go. Number three. And we are indeed moving on at number three <laughs> between Leo Jones. Remarkable chemistry. You know, it's it's basically like every Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy out there and the actress that was opposite of him, which was terrible chemistry. Thank God he's gotten back into dramatic roles. Julio Jones, 80.5 yards, or Calvin Ridley at 6.5 receptions. Who do you like most there? Mm. On the over. On the over. Uh, who do I like as a more likely a slam dunk over? I'll take uh, – I will probably take Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Uh-huh. That guy, uh, when Julio Jones is out there, no one benefits more uh, than Calvin Ridley. And, you know, we see it in the red zone all the time, but we also see it as Calvin Ridley doesn't gets the weaker of the two corners. And, um, you know, most weeks he's five, six, seven, eight, nine catches. So I think this is right in Ridley's wheelhouse. Give me Ridley. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ridley as well. I mean, both these guys are obviously must-start material. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in a game that we both believe is going to be a shootout of here. Pew, pew, pew. But Calvin Ridley, my God, has he been a monster this season. I was a bit wrong on him. I didn't think he would take this big of a leap. It's like a quantum leap right now. Uh, number eight in air yard share in the NFL. Number one in total air yards. Uh, number one in deep targets with 18. That's 2.5 per game. He's number one in total red zone targets, Brandon. Well, he's number one in the most important thing that matters, which is he's number one among receivers in fantasy points. So there yeah, Total go. fantasy points on a per total game basis, fan. a little yeah. bit further down, but he's still top five. But, yeah, Calvin Ridley, you know, he's got over this number consistently. And, again, if uh, they're going to keep pace through the air, uh, I certainly would entertain the over more so than on Julio Jones. But, again, get both of these Falcons in your Week 8 lineup. Number two. All right, moving on to a pair of wideouts with the Carolina Panthers. Same game, different names. Robbie Anderson. 72.5 yards, or DJ Moore at five and a half receptions. Who has the better shot of hitting the over? Uh, I'll take the guy who has only not hit this over one time this year, and that's Robbie Anderson. I mean, the last yep. 
in week three, he had 55 yards. Every other game, he's been over 72 and a half, and he has three 100-yard games and a 99-yard game. Uh, yeah, I'll take Robbie Anderson, but it's great to see DJ Moore coming back online and being a thing because he was en route to being one of the bigger busts, and now it looks like he's going to salvage some of his fantasy value. Yeah, full disclosure, I have both these guys ranked inside my top 12 this week. Yeah. Uh, I've got Robbie Anderson at nine right now, and I would probably move him ahead of Allen Robinson if Allen Robinson obviously can't go because he's in concussion protocol. I got DJ Moore at 12. And I've got Calvin Ridley, handsomely ranked. Got Julio Jones. I got all these guys inside my top twelve. So you know, very aggressive across the board for all of these options. Uh, whether it's for Matt Ryan or, of course, with Teddy Bridgewater. And you look at the secondary of Atlanta. Kendall Sheffield has given up two point seven seven yards per snap. Yikes. And then AJ Terrell has given up a one twenty six point four pass rating. So it doesn't matter where Anderson lines up. He is going to eat early and often and consume these guys whole much like he did in the first match when again you as you mentioned went over 100 yards hell dj moore went for four for 93 and a touchdown start them all start them all and this carolina atlanta fantasy bonanza number one all right last one mike davis and this is of course assuming that there's no christian mccaffrey you know we're taping this podcast on a wednesday we don't have any latest word last we know is that matt rule said he was hopeful that Christian McCaffrey would be able to come back. I bet they hold him out for another week. I think you kind of agree with me there. So let's say that Mike Davis gets the start. Here is the line in MKF, 13.5 fantasy points. Where would you stand? He lit him up. Davis did for a buck 49 in total yards and a touchdown in week five. And we know this Falcons defense has given up 7.3 receptions per game to the running back position, which plays in the wheelhouse of Davis. It's kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, I think he's going to go over. He's been under each of the last two weeks, but he's had five or more catches in all but one of his games. Um, and I, I expect him to do a little bit better than the seven for 12 he had against the uh, the Saints last week. He had 89 yards on the ground against Atlanta a few weeks ago, as you mentioned. I think overall, because of that passing game helium, he'll get over this number. Oh, I like the helium reference mm-hmm. there. Uh, let's do a little prompt-to, and I'm over, obviously, a little prompt-to game of head-to-head with Mike Davis. Uh, again, assuming no Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis or Zeke? Uh, I have Zeke ranked a couple spots ahead of Davis. Uh, I do not. I have Mike Davis higher than Zeke by one spot, 14 versus 15. Mike Davis or mandatory or marginal Montgomery? Oh, I'm I'm pretty wide on this one. I have Davis uh, a healthy amount higher than David Montgomery. Uh, two spots. I have Davis higher than my guy, uh, marginal Montgomery. Uh, last one. Your boy should have known better than a cheetah friend. If you follow the SiriusXM Fantasy Show, uh, that is the Careless Whisper reference. That is the theme song for one. Uh, oh, is that no? Is that Janus? theme song or is that josh jacobs theme song am i careless whisper is john oh i got to confuse it's the bgs my love Love. yeah that's right i got to confuse how deep is your love how deep (laughs) is your love brand's got a lot of theme songs for all of his man crushes and that is indeed i stand corrected the theme song for josh jacobs so josh jacobs one of your lover boys or mike davis well, so here you go. Uh, Josh Jacobs, number nine on my oh, list this week. God. Mike Davis, number 14. No, I've got Jacobs at 17. Yes, shoot me right between the eyes, Brandon. Uh, and I've again, I've got Mike Davis at 14. Not even, no. 
No. Yeah. You not, come not join really me behind else. the woodshed after this podcast. <laughs> what? So you can get your beat down? Is that you know? Turn about is fair play, my man. That's what's gonna you happen. Just, yeah, you just you just instilled a whole bunch more rage. It's gonna take you know. Once you start going, Josh Jacobs, I just see red. So that that puts you in a tough advantage or disadvantage behind the woodshed. Well, all somebody's got to do is say Montgomery sucks, and then I will have equal rage, and then we'll just go toe to toe and see you know who gets bludgeoned the least out of the two. Well, of us. I, I like that a Montgomery versus Jacobs showdown this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to win that one. <laughs> I just got a bad feeling about it. The way things are going, Matt Nagy. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, please follow Brandon on Twitter at Brandon Funson. You can follow me at Noisy Wavos. Check out Brandon's excellent work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. Uh, drop us a rating and a review, which kindly really helps out our show. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code EVANS, E-V-A-N-S, when you sign up for a subscription today to get 10% off. And until next time... Adios, amigos!